Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the deal. It goes down in the deal. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Melanie McMurrin, who has a unique insight into the mindset triggers and needs of an audience while understanding the techie details and limitations of ESPs and CRM databases and the rest of the alphabet acronyms. As a former teacher turned digital marketer, Melanie holds a bachelor's degree in psychology and a master's degree in instructional technology. Now, over the last five years, she's put these skills to good use in the trenches of the online business world, designing and managing multiple seven-figure launches on behalf of countless entrepreneurs, authors, course creators, teachers, and thought leaders, a former professional arena league football player, and of course, one of the original sharks from the first season of Shark Tank. Melanie, thanks so much for joining us. All right. Thank you for having me. All right, so let's go back in time. So how does one go from, how do you go from teacher to digital marketer? <laughs> well, that's, that's, it was an interesting transition. So I think like almost every entrepreneur has their, their story, right? So back in 2014, I was a general manager of a children's museum 
And when you are running a nonprofit, you wear a lot of hats, very similar to entrepreneurship. And I rubbed some people the wrong way and found myself, you know, when you're running a business and you have a board of directors over you, you kind of have to listen to them and <laughs> kind of take their direction. And, you know, there was just some things we just didn't agree on. So I found myself one afternoon writing that post on Facebook that says a uh, chapter of my life has come to an end. Boo hoo 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 hoo. P.S. By the way, if you know anybody that's hiring, let me know. And, you know, what was interesting about that was I, my entire being was that museum. I, I had a TV program. I, I was involved in the Chamber of Commerce. I was leaders of networking groups, but it was all, you know, the charity that I supported. My whole life was that nonprofit. So to lose it, I really felt like I was losing myself. But the relationships that I had built in the business industry, um, a digital marketer, who had an agency reached out to me. He said, I know you don't really know anything about marketing or advertising, or you probably don't even know what digital marketing really is. But I think based on your drive and what I know about you, if I could get you to sit down for nine hours a day at a computer, you would love this. So I said, well, you know, I don't really have anything else to do. So sure. <laughs> like, let's give it a shot. And within nine months, I was promoted to vice president of the agency and we pretty much ran it together until 2018 when um, we split and I went off on my own and started Rise Marketing. Okay, so it, was, so. it was a lot of fun. It was definitely, you know, there was the times of confusion soft and, you know, like Facebook ads don't work for me, right? Like all of this, you know, everything that every entrepreneur has said in, in life, like I, I went down that path too. So, but it was getting on the other side of it. Awesome. Well, congratulations on one heck of a journey. The longer version, if it isn't, should be in a book somewhere. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about what Rise Marketing is. So Rise Marketing started out as a, a full done-for-you service agency. And what really made us different with the agency that I worked at before was we're not just Facebook ads or we're not just YouTube ads or just funnels or just email. Because what we found out was when you have multiple team members on your team and each person is, you know, you have a website designer that's responsible for their website. You have the ads person responsible for ads. The argument that comes up is my part worked, another part didn't. And all the parts can fail and all the parts can succeed. And even if all of your parts are working, it does not mean you're going to get sales or conversions. So you really have to look at and watch those leads and watch the path and look at every conversion point along the way to not necessarily, not necessarily say what's broken, but where your weak points are and what you need to optimize. So rise marketing really focuses on studying all those conversion points and making the little tiny tweaks and adjustments that will lead to faster success and scalable success online. Awesome. So you have been behind the scenes coordinating, choreographing, and making work 
some amazing multiple seven-figure launches. So let's talk a little bit about how did you get those clients in the door, given that even you had worked at a previous agency and then started your own. You mm -hmm. how, how did you get in the door? How did you get them to know you, like you, trust you, all that good stuff? Well, just like just like Kevin, just like those seven-figure leaders, the my business is 100% referral. And I'm very, very blessed in that because it's the relationships that I built. It's going to the live events. It's talking to people. And I, I was fortunate enough that in the agencies that I've worked with and my teaching background, speaking from stages and presenting, like I can teach really well. So my clients often have me on their stages, speaking to their audiences, and, you know, just connecting with people. So people typically hear me talk um, or are introduced, you know, I get referred around in networks, being involved in masterminds, having a mentor is, is so critical. And I love being a mentor for so many people that are mentors. So it, it makes it, it makes it easy, but it does all go down to being seen, being heard, and, and building long-term relationships. Absolutely, that makes total sense. I would agree. So talk to us a little bit about some of the highlights um, that you've been able to achieve for some of those amazing people. Well, one of the things that I am most proud of and excited about has been the impact of email marketing. And that's one of the big shifts that has happened over the past year, especially with, with COVID and this, you know, we call it this new world we're living in. Um, I also just adopted a 12 year old son. So Congratulations. mom, and so there's, there's more to life than nine hours, which is actually like 12 to 14 hours a day behind a computer. There's more to life than that. And so I really started looking at what am I most passionate about? What like really fires me up? And studying email marketing funnels, looking at email deliverability and how things are working, your email list is your most powerful tool for generating sales. Any, any amount of time, if you need money, you should have a list of people who view you as a mentor that can say, I trust this person, they're making this advice, whether it's an affiliate offer, a sale offer, or a personal launch that you're doing, we need to have people that can listen to us. And, you know, every week we clean our house. Hopefully every day we make our bed, we do our dishes when the dishes get, clean, you know, piled up in the sink. So many entrepreneurs do not take care of their email lists. And when I started working with people and actually taking care of their email list and having those lists scrubs done with a third-party tool to determine who's opening, who's not opening, what are all these potential pitfalls with, you know, an, one or two contacts on your list can impact how you show up in Gmail, how you show up in Hotmail, all of it. So we absolutely need to make sure that we're focused on the right thing because... We can, sorry. It's okay, <laughs> I've got can, one at home. <laughs> sorry, she's pretty good most of the time. But um, when, when we're sending an email out, it can get blocked. And I've 
come up with a system that will really identify who's being blocked and who's getting through. And when you have, it's a three-part system, indoctrination, re-engagement, and cleaning your list. The cleaning is the key. And watching open rates increase, not only because somebody is just emailing less people, but when, um, hey, let me tell you this one story. So I had a client, 700,000 people on his email list, sent an email out to all 700,000. He was getting about 10,000 people to open that email. That was it. It was bismal. And I had to tell him the hard truth of, we have to email less people. We, we have bad contacts, have to get them out. And entrepreneurs get so passionate about, I paid for those leads. They were qualified. They were opening before. They're good contacts. Just keep emailing them until they unsubscribe. The people that you want to talk to are not going to hear you if you have that mindset. So we did an experiment. And for two weeks, we did not email the full 700,000 list. We emailed the active engage list, which was 68,000 people, much smaller. When we would send one email to 68,000 people, we would get 18,000 people to open that email. A much better open rate. So it's a huge open rate, but mail 700,000, get 10,000 to open. Mail 68,000, get 18,000 people to open. You're, the way you show up is better. And if more people are, like I said, seeing you, hearing you, and building that connection with you, you're going to make more sales. You're going to have a bigger impact. And it just will raise your profits. Plus, imagine how much money you could save by not paying for a CRM with 700,000 contacts in it. I would imagine you would save a significant <laughs> amount of money if you cut out 80, 90% of your contacts. Absolutely. The volume monthly pricing would drop. All right. So that's a great example of why we need to follow the email protocol that you're talking about. Um, talk to us about some of those seven figure launches. If you're allowed to disclose who they are, I'd love to hear an example, uh, hear a case study. So, um, I can't, I can't share too much, right? I can't say like specifically who it is, but many of the seven figure launches that I've worked on are well-known, um, membership site launches. I have a client who every month will do a live webinar and on that live webinar, he makes an offer and the key to the program, the core offer is the same but it's changing the positioning. It's changing the bonuses. It's changing the package because everybody wants something different, right? And people have different needs and different objections. And so if you can identify who's buying, you can find more people similar to that. And I'm not just talking about ads with lookalike audiences, but it's considering what people's core needs are right now. So you find out what they need, you build a training and a bonus package that speaks directly to that need. You can have eight different webinars all selling the same product with different packages that allow you to take one product and really scale it. And so that's one of the most effective ways that we've been able to do seven figure launches that have turned into recurring seven figure evergreen funnels that can keep going. I have multiple clients that have at least five webinars on their site that all lead to the same product, 
but the positioning of the webinar and who it's attracting is a completely different person. Um, one of the live launches that I'm managing right now, which we're highly anticipating to be a seven figure launch. There's no reason why it shouldn't be. It always has in the past, but you know, post COVID, you, you know, it's a little, little unknown, but we are greatly segmenting the list. As soon as somebody registers for our challenge, which is a paid challenge, they come in, they register, and then we're asking them, tell us about your business now. Do you have a business? Do you not have a business? And if you have a business, is it earning revenue? Because a lot of people start a business, but they're not exactly collecting money, right? We, we're all out there in that stage. And we find that you know, 80 to 90% of the audience that we have is not generating revenue consistently. So when they're not generating revenue consistently, how can we help them? So they will have different webinars positioned to them after the challenge. They will have their own sales page with their own objections because if you're a business owner or not, the program that we're selling will support both audiences, but in different ways. So we have to be sure to make sure that people know that this program is right for them based on where they are right now. And that's a huge miss that a lot of people often make. Okay, so you talked about that. You talked about the email protocol. What are some of the other most common mistakes you're seeing entrepreneurs making in the world of digital marketing? Honestly, being afraid. Being afraid to spend money, take action. Um, we spend so much time. Um, we spend so much time going through and trying to get it perfect, trying to get it right, trying to make it be what it needs to be. And it never gets launched. It never gets started. So take action, launch it messy, get the feedback, and then you'll know what to optimize. You know, let's go back to the beginning when I talked about having your funnel and all those different conversion points. If you never get it out there in front of people, you're never going to find out what you need to fix or what you need to enhance. That makes absolute sense. You've achieved an immense amount of success. What would you say your biggest challenge is now? My biggest challenge now is my ultimate goal is to get away from the done for you and go into more service-based membership style, digital products and courses. My biggest downfall is my passion for my clients and what I do because the thought of disappointing them or shifting away, I'm kind of a workaholic. I've always been that way. And, you know, trying to prioritize my own programs and service, it's just kind of been on the back burner of everything else. So I get in that, the objection in my head is I don't have enough time. But just like anybody who says they don't have enough time or enough money, you know, a lot of people hear that sales objections. Those are never valid objections. If they don't have time, they're not prioritizing what you have over what they're spending their time on now. And if they say they don't have the money, it's because they want to be spending money on something else too. So it all comes down to priorities. And I really want to shift my priorities in my head because I know personally and professionally, it would be a bigger win on the back end. 
Absolutely. What do you like best about what you do? I just love seeing the impact in the world. The clients that I work with, the influencers, none of them are all about the money. You know, they, they bring in enough money, but the money that they make is to make an impact in the world. I see them giving back. I see them on mission trips. I see how they're not only supporting their students and helping them grow and build businesses online and um, in the digital world, but also I'm seeing the impacts that they're making with charities and things locally here in the United States and all across the world. So it's really cool to see the ripple effect. Absolutely. That is beautiful. Who is an ideal client for you? Ideal clients for me already have an email list and they already have an offer that converts. Most often they are struggling with email open rates. They're struggling to get ascended sales. So they're really struggling to get somebody to make that second purchase so we can work together to identify those products to take somebody from one product to the next product. And then if you have an offer that converts internally, my team's really effective in helping build cold traffic and warm-up strategies, indoctrination and re-engagement funnels to get that person to come onto the list, stay engaged and make their first purchase. Awesome. That makes a lot of sense. For our folks who are watching or listening or interested in learning more about you and everything else, Rise, where is the best place for us to send them? The best way, place to go would be risemarketing.com slash shark. We'll have that set up for you. So Rise Marketing rises with a Z. So R-I-Z-E marketing.com forward slash shark slash shark and we'll have there for you we'll have a uh, we'll have a, a little cheat sheet to help to help get started on the the email process that i was talking about awesome we greatly appreciate that our audience will love it this has been seth green here with melanie mcmurrin of rise marketing melanie thanks so much thank you do you need money to fund your idea product or service are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.